0: As a business grows there are always operational issues to go along with the progress it has made many businesses are faced with issues and problems that can feel like they're so difficult to manage now that your business your company has dealt with the problems of you know getting off the ground it's important that you also have solutions in place so you can overcome any growing pains when they arise so from dealing with the uncertainty of where your business is heading to taking care of overheads these common concerns spring up more often than you'd think and it can be costly if they go unchecked so in this episode of the from start to scale podcast by what next coach we'll present 10 of the most frequent operational issues that businesses face when they grow and what they need to do to overcome them my name is stephanie anyamele i'm the founder of what next coach and i'm your podcast host So what do we mean by operational issues in business? So in any kind of business, operational issues are any kind of problem that arises which can render a business less profitable. And as this podcast, will, a podcast episode will make clear, there are many different categories which make up operational issues, each with their own undesirable results. So broadly speaking, However, they cause large drains on business energy and resources and can affect operational performance, cause problems with the execution of your strategy and also stand in the way of a business growth, of a business's growth if they aren't dealt with properly. So over the next few segments, I'm going to be sharing 10 of such operational issues, giving you examples of what that looks like as well as the solution. Now, what is one of the first common operational issues that businesses face, right? The first one is managing overheads. So overheads can easily mount up, you know, whether they're coming in the form of administrative expenses, insurance, rent, utility charges, you know, excessive overheads though are the things that can be particularly damaging if they aren't managed in a timely fashion. So they're a fairly big problem for small businesses to contend with. So an example, you know, could be that maybe you're falling behind on rent or you're missing your utility payments, whether that's, you know, electricity bills, water bills, you know office equipment or business overspend, spiraling overheads can really be numerous. So what's a possible solution for this? You wanna take a look at your spending and see what can be cut back. Any service you know that's surplus to your team or your customer's requirements should be scaled down you can also look for quick fixes like, you know, cloud computing, free video call services. You know, there's Zoom, there's WhatsApp, you know, where possible. And then renting rather than buying any office equipment that you might need. It can all be useful here. And even a point is, if you actually can get away with running a virtual office, if your team, you know, is able to work more remotely, that's another big way you can cut down your overheads. Another common operational issue that businesses face uh, is monitoring performance, right? So how do you measure your business's performance? How do you, and, and how do, you know, potential indicators illustrate that your team, your employees, you know, they're performing to the fullest, If certain members of your team aren't working as well as they should, then your business could suffer as a result. So, for example, maybe a member of your staff's, you know, their poor performance is really starting to affect the rest of the team's morale. And then it now has an impact on their own productivity as a result. So how do you solve this? you should detail a set of performance indicators that show how well your team and your business is performing. So rather than using simplistic finance indicators, it can be more beneficial, in fact, highly beneficial for you to identify, clarify, and agree upon the expectations of respective teams. You know, identify how the results will be measured, monitor the progress made, and then evaluate performances at the end of the management cycle. The third uh, common operational issue I want to talk to you about is listening to feedback. So in the modern, you know, business world, your image and reputation can easily be affected by negative reviews online, right? You know, likewise, customers expect quick, effective customer service. So it's up to businesses to listen to the feedback they receive so they can put themselves in a position to deliver a more satisfactory service to their core audience. So what do I mean? As an example, let's say there's been a complaint about you know your ordering process or how easy it is to use your website or difficult it is to use your website, especially if you take orders through there. And as a result, you know, it's caused a drop in traffic to your website and the business that it's received lately, which means now you have to act. So what's a possible solution? You could consider investing in a consultant or a third party who can monitor how you're perceived online and then can pinpoint where you're going wrong with your customer service. You know, they'll help with everything from choosing the right customer facing employees to streamlining, you know, your handoff process. Or you could take it on yourself and learn what tools are available, you know, see what Google My Business gives you what reviews you're getting maybe you use Facebook you collect reviews of Facebook see what they're saying and then if you have enough of a team you can discuss in-house and brainstorm solutions together but listening to feedback is and acting on it is very very important the next common operational issue I want to share with you is responding to competition in this day and age Starting a business is more realistic and achievable than ever, but with so much easily accessible information and guidance out there, it does mean that there can theoretically be more competition in your same market. And whether your competition focuses on a single service or a broader market, how do you stand out from the rest? So let's say now a competitor offers the same product or service as you, but at a lower price. That means they're taking a sizable, and as a result, rather, they're taking a sizable chunk of your customers with them. How do you solve this? So, keeping an eye on competitor activity can give you an inside track on how to get ahead. If you're able to monitor their processes and practices, it can help you anticipate their next move and adapt your strategy accordingly. And as I've you know mentioned before, optimize your customer service in a way that exceeds expectations you know identify the aspects of your service and or product that your customers value the most and then provide the greatest service there be an early adopter as well of you know new technologies be open technology is here to help you guys so be an early adopter of new technologies that pop up as well as processes products and solutions make your you know if you use a website make it more you know mobile compatible harness the power of social media effectively and then make a lasting impression on everything you do show your customers you're a forward-thinking progressive company with a product or service to match you know and it's a very strong way of standing out in a crowded market The next operational issue I want to talk about is regulation and compliance. So, regulation and compliance can be a major issue if not dealt with properly. And, you know, as markets and technologies are evolving, they bring with them a new set of rules and regulations. Unfortunately, many small businesses are either often unaware or they don't understand what's being asked of them and at this point fines and penalties come into play and something that could easily have been resolved becomes a problem so let's take for example if you're a nigerian based business you know that the rules around what level a company has to be operating at for them to now you know um, they must remit vat you know paying taxes and you know employee taxes paye all of that so You may not fully understand what is expected of you, but, you know, it's worth rather than um, attempting to maybe understand the complex wording of any new regulations. You know, that's going to be a bit of an uphill battle, especially because you have to concentrate on everything else that's going on in your business. So consider hiring a consultant with a specialty in that area um, so that it eases you along that process of compliance if you need to. What about the issue of uncertainty so you never know exactly what is going to happen in the future but you can prepare for customer and market trends with some you know intentional and canny forward planning so most businesses will have you know some sort of goal for the future mapped out but it's surprising how many still fail to plan for periods of uncertainty so for example the fluctuation of you know market trends in a changing economic climate can cause businesses to stifle themselves, you know, creating discomfort among their employees. We saw a bit of this with the onset of COVID, COVID-19. So what is the solution? With uncertainty at the helm, short-term goals are what should take precedence. However, the importance of long-term goals should never be discounted. So have a 5 or 10-year plan in place and then balance that with more you know, ad-hoc short-term strategies to keep your business in control so while where you want to get to within the next 10 years more or less doesn't change but the method the path you take may be changing in the short term so when it comes to uncertainty just break it down in chunks and be thinking of what needs to be changed or you know adapted for right now another um (laughs) what you call it? <laughs> another common operational issue I'd like to touch on now is cyber risks, okay? So rather than, you know, this being merely an IT issue, cybersecurity is actually becoming, you know, an increasing risk for all types of businesses of all sizes. Because if cybersecurity isn't properly managed, right, businesses leave themselves exposed to an increasing number of threats, which can lead to data thefts, hacks, and other attacks. So for example, data theft has led to very important customer information being exposed and that also creates distrust amongst your customer base. So even if you don't even have like a website, like emails get hacked, social media accounts get hacked. So what's a solution for this? An approach that integrates cyber protection into every aspect of your business from, you know, an IT department, if you have one, to training your employees is recommended. You know cyber security frameworks are available to businesses and many are you know utilitarian in their approach so they cover your business context policy and standards you know security capabilities and controls you know and for the and the environment but maybe you might be saying okay my business doesn't really have you know doesn't operate in that way to need all these things fine just make sure that maybe even for social media accounts emails that you can you use uh, what is called two factor authorization so you find a lot of apps now are suggesting it so that even if someone is trying to hack you they need a second level of authorization so little measures like that can be changed making your passwords as well very very difficult so that people can't just guess it right so those things will help when it comes to reducing cyber risks for your business So what about finding the right stuff that's another operational issue you would agree right Now, as your company grows and you see successes increase, you hopefully get more of an idea of the kind of person who's the right fit for your business. Now, in a small business, skill and personality tend to be favored over other qualities, but not everyone is going to be the right person for your company. So for example, you've committed to a long hiring process only to find that you've hired someone who isn't the right fit for your business. What's the solution? Before, during, and after the hiring process, it's important to tailor your management style to the varying personalities on your team. Look to what works best for each individual. So some people enjoy working in groups, others are more content to carry on and carry out their tasks on their own. Introduce, you know, candidates to your team if it's possible. So you determine how the dynamics may work. And this may take the form of even inviting, you know, the candidates would be line manager, into the interview process because that person will be who is overseeing them right so they can be involved in the interview process lastly you can also create an environment or you should create an environment where your staff can thrive be transparent you know with their expectations concerns and successes and also try to create a work-life balance that ensures comfort and happiness throughout your entire team So another issue is that of retaining customers. At this point, you know you will have identified a customer base that gravitates towards your service or product. But how do you actually ensure that they stay with you and keep coming back? So for example, your business has been, you know, a bit spotty with customers not returning as often as you'd hoped for and things are starting to, you know, dry up further. What's a possible solution? Look at the characteristics of your current best customers. You know, those that repeatedly use your service and speak highly about your brand. What are the common traits among them? Don't be afraid to ask your best customers what they want. That, that feedback, you know, is integral to so finding and retaining valued customers. And now we've come to issue 10, <laughs> which we will round up this episode with. So issue 10 has to do with cash flow And cash flow is a massive operational issue for a lot of businesses. So whether it's outstanding bills, unexpected expenses or pending payments, money problems can be a major issue. With so much to balance, maintaining a healthy cash flow is key to surviving as a business. So let's say your business completes a job and then it gets paid after a month. However, you've got infrastructure costs, employee salary and your personal expenses to consider too. So how do you solve this problem? Plan and budget as much as possible. There are plenty of money management tools, you know, out there to keep track of your cash flow. Look into, you know, apps that can help you create budgets, calculate VAT, automate your bill payments and alert you when unusual outgoings rather occur. So it could also be advisable to look into fixing costs wherever possible. So can your data costs be fixed monthly? Can your electricity costs, your fall costs, you know, those sorts of things be fixed monthly? Um, Any essential overheads, try as much as possible to fix them. But above all, always be ready and willing to learn when your business is going through a period of growth, right? Because, you know, it may be a little bit daunting, but it is often hugely exciting and incredibly rewarding. So I hope you found this episode of our podcast valuable. I hope that it gives you something to implement in your business and make great progress. So before I let you go, I want to invite you to join our business support platform where we give you access to exclusive content, access to business coaching, as well as access to advisors, mentors, inspirational events as well as a network of other business owners. If this is of interest to you, just head over now to whatnextcoach.com membership and join either on a quarterly or annual subscription. We are also available on social media. On Instagram, we are whatnextcoach, W-H-A-T-N-E-X-T-C-O-A-C-H. So I hope to see you on the inside and catch you in the next episode. Till then, my name is Stephanie Anyamele and I'm the founder of What Next Coach?